We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. KJ Podcast, what up my people? An absolute ton to get to. San Francisco 49ers analysis. NFL Combine just wrapped up. A lot of storylines are taking shape. Mock drafts are being filled out. Nick Bosa is landing number two to the 49ers in a lot of these mock drafts. Dreams do come true. Good things could happen to this franchise a lot sooner than you think. And there's a lot of other stuff to get to here. Odell Beckham Jr., Montez Sweat, Mike Person gets an extension. I thought, you know what? It's Monday night. I'm about to pack up. Just worked on Blue Wire all day. The podcast network just did my corporate job. There's just too much going on to wait till Wednesday. We got to address everything going on now. Welcome if you're new to the KJ podcast. We give pretty strong 49ers takes on here. Apparently enough to make Ian Williams lose his mind a little on Twitter. Quote tweeting me really pissed off. I didn't invite him back. And, you know, apparently my opinions are too strong. A lot of the things I say are accurate. A lot of the fans listen to what I say. My bad, Ian. You know, I'm, I'm really not that interested in your takes, but I don't want to have wars like this with you, man. Really, really want to say peace and have you come on the pod if you want to. I extended that to Grant Cohn as well. All right. Now that that's all said and addressed, the biggest storyline for the 49ers coming out of Indianapolis. They're flying home. John Lynch and Kyle, you know, they're eating a croissant, having some coffee, 8 a.m. in Santa Clara. They're thrilled Kyler Murray measured out and it looks like the Arizona Cardinals really could consider him number one overall. Baker Mayfield paved the way last year. Oklahoma quarterback Shorter came in, lit the league on fire. My opinion, I think Kyler Murray is a better prospect than Dwayne Haskins. And if Cliff Kingsbury wants to do this right and goes to ownership and says, hey, we're going to have a ceiling on us with Josh Rosen. 
let's go get Kyler Murray. If that happens, Josh Rosen is shipped off. Someone will throw a second-round pick for him. Whether it's the Dolphins and New York Giants, there'll be a little bit of a bidding war. Why not? That's pretty good value there. Josh Rosen had no chance last season. The big news here isn't the Cardinals. It's that Nick Bosa could slip to number two. You saw a lot of mock drafts today. Had Kyler Murray number one overall. It kind of makes sense for the Cardinals. They have to throw a dart here if they don't like Josh Rosen. If I'm Steve Kime, why not go all in? Kyler Murray could be amazing. He could save everyone's job or he could get you fired. I'm willing to take that bet. And I was a big Josh Rosen guy. I'm ready to say it's going to take him too long. It's going to cost jobs. And I think it's realistic the Cardinals take Kyler Murray. And then it's a no-brainer pick. And that's what happened at the Combine. Had Josh Allen run that 4-4 like Montez Sweat did, we'd be talking, oh my, are the Niners going to take Nick Bosa or Josh Allen? Josh Allen was kind of average at the Combine, not an athletic freak. His tape is definitely better than his measurables. The thing about Nick Bosa is the durability questions are not going to go away. You're going to have your haters chiming in. There's going to be 15 to 20% of the fan base against this pick, but it's realistic for it to happen. It's realistic for Earl Thomas to get here. We keep harping on it. The defense could change overnight. So the combine, a good thing. Had Kyler Murray measured at 5'9 and you know gave some bullshit quotes and hurt his stock, then it's over. Then I don't think the Cardinals are going to risk a quarterback. They're not going to take Dwayne Haskins number one and trade Josh Rosen. They're kind of similar arm talents and pocket passers. Kyler Murray, way different skill set. The 49ers would have to worry about him being in the division and being damn good and turning the Cardinals around, but they'll take it in the short term. They're not going to worry about the Cardinals. They need to freaking start winning games, and the easiest way for that to happen is if Nick Bosa walked in. Nick Bosa runs, I think, like a 4-8-4. He is more your power rusher. You're never going to call him speed. Like his his playing style is more reminiscent of Justin Smith than it is Alden Smith. I think the 49ers, I wish they could find that speed edge rusher as well in free agency to pair with Nick Bosa and kind of mingle in so you don't have Eric Armstead taking all these snaps. We're talking D-line every year with this team. That's what kind of draft it is. Montez Sweat. All right, so now you guys, we get into the second scenario here. Tim Kawakami is writing... The 49ers have their choice between Nick Bosa at two or Odell Beckham at six, trading back with the New York Giants, still getting their edge rusher there. Now there's fans saying, let's trade back, pass up Nick Bosa. The Raiders might get him. The Jets will probably take him at three. Josh Allen probably goes at four. I don't know who will go at five, but then six, 49ers could get Montez Sweat. Could he go that high? Brian Burns looks like he could be top 10 now. So here is the scenario, and I want to stay at two, and I've tweeted staying at two is more important. I really do not think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to become available. The Giants cannot be this idiotic. One year, not taking a franchise quarterback when they could have. The next year, trading their best receiver and then getting that quarterback, and now he has a depleted receiving core to throw to, and now his growth is going to be stunted Unless he hands the ball off to Saquon Barkley every play. It just doesn't make sense. I had people at the Combine, not going to name names, text me. Once I tweeted today, Odell Beckham is not coming to the 49ers. People said he's becoming Antonio Brown on purpose to try and get out of New York. He's becoming a headache and not jiving with Pat Shermer. Because Pat Shermer is a pushover and he's trying to push his way out of New York. And that's what receivers are going to start to do these days. Odell 
similar to Antonio Brown, which, by the way, that trade looks like it's not going to happen. The 49ers are not interested. AB's talking about getting away from football. He will play next season and score 10 touchdowns. Mark my words on it. I'm moving past that. The 49ers aren't going to get him. But Odell, it's too much maneuvering. I do love Brian Burns. I think that's whose stock rose dramatically for me at the Combine was just to watch him run like a gazelle out there. Like he's just like stands out. Like he's, he's tall, lanky. His film isn't amazing though. And he wasn't as consistent at Florida State as you want. I don't know if his instincts are that of Nick Bosa. I don't think he has the technique of Nick Bosa. Is he going to be sound against the run like Nick Bosa? You're going to miss out a little bit. This is the scenario that happens. Kyler Murray gets taken number one overall. 49ers take Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa gets taken number one overall by the Cardinals. 49ers then could trade down and do this Odell thing if the Giants really wanted Kyler Murray and they wanted him on an island without Odell and they were that stupid, maybe. Maybe then you think Brian Burns or Montez Sweat is as good as Josh Allen and you're willing to just get some type of edge who might not be a star, but you get a receiver as well. Maybe that's what it comes down to. And that could be the most intense 10 minutes of John Lynch's life The pressure is on him. There's resources available for him to make this football team a lot better this offseason, especially the defense, especially at safety where he played a lot. If you could trade for Odo Beckham, I guess do it. I think there's about a 2% chance of this happening. And you just have credible people like Jay Glazer, Tim Kawakami talking about it. There's murmurs out there that this could happen. I don't believe it. I think it's fantasy football. I think it's fake. The Giants have already paid Odell a big chunk of his salary year one up front. He's kind of on a friendly deal the last couple of years. Like, don't you want to ride with Odell Beckham? Get rid of him when he's 30, not when he's 26. Makes absolute zero sense. Yeah, what if Kyler Murray fell there? Dwayne Haskins is probably falling to six, man. Unless you want Kyler Murray, there's no reason for them to trade up. And like the Giants would be so stupid if they traded up to two now. They have to do it on draft day because someone could leapfrog them again. Can't be doing this. They they can't be this bad of a franchise. And I realize Dave Gettleman and Evan Silva always points out how inept this franchise is and Eli Manning's still playing. <laughs> like They could do some dumbass move. If Odell Beckham Jr. came here, yeah, I would say the 49ers would win the division. It is a franchise-changing player. I don't have a feel for him like I have Antonio Brown in terms of work ethic. And is he going to stay healthy, too? He's a guy that gets nicked up and will miss three or four games. Antonio Brown had a war with Mike Tomlin and the organization. I don't think Odell would do that, but I see him on you know, the team's, you know, 49ers get off to a rough start. What are they, four and six? Odell's hurt. He's been out three weeks. It's frustrating. He's got to preserve his body. He's going to be a superstar after football. Come on, man. He can't be tearing himself up over this. I think you get a little bit of that with Odell Beckham. But I totally realized not being able to acquire a wide receiver. And you don't want Golden Tate or Randall Cobb. I've been tweeting about that. Don't throw them for $15 million guaranteed for a couple of years. You just kind of did this with Pierre Garcon. You want young receivers. You don't want older receivers now as your number one guy. I'd be scared that Brian Burns wouldn't live up to the hype. Odell would be great. 
they'd have to redo a contract. He'd be the highest paid receiver in the league. He'd have all the leverage, the 49ers in the cap room. Jimmy G could make Odell a star. It could be sweet music. There would be Jerry Rice comparisons every day. It's a lot of noise with Odell. I think they can contain it just like they could Antonio Brown. My point is that I don't have a feel for Odell like Antonio Brown in terms of competitiveness, in terms of is Richard Sherman going to poke him too hard, and now there's a strife between offense and defense. I get that you guys could say, are you kidding me? It's the same thing with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown has been around longer and won more football games. My point is it seems like fantasy land. I would be absolutely stunned. It would have to be a draft day trade. If they traded to two now, it would not make sense for the Giants. Someone could leapfrog them for the quarterback they want. Life can be stressful. Getting life insurance really shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. It's a modern life insurance, super fast, incredibly affordable. It's uncomplicated. Getethos.com. There's no medical exams for policies under a million dollars. No hours of paperwork. Meetings with those pushy representatives on the phone. It's easy. 10 minutes, go online, apply. You can be rest assured you've taken the steps to protect your family in most cases with Ethos. Less than a cup of coffee a day. No hidden fees. Having life insurance shouldn't be stressful. It's very easy. Getethos.com. E-T-H-O-S. Getethos.com. Very easy. And we're happy to have them as part of Blue Wire. All right, KJ Podcast, a couple other topics to get into. Yeah, I mean, DK Metcalf, that really surfaced. Look at his spider chart and look at Trent Taylor's, and it's the exact opposite. The little quick agility, quick feet, he does not have. And you could say, oh, the 49ers need that, the exact opposite. But just Kyle doesn't look at receiver the same way. I'd they If they took him number two, it would be... The most shocking thing I've ever seen in NFL history. If Kyle took a big receiver at number two overall, the way he values moving the football down the field, it's not highlights. He doesn't care about things like that. He literally looks at every player like they're a robot. He doesn't, he doesn't look at jaw dropping energy. Like he, no, it doesn't matter. DK Metcalf showed out. Devin White had a great combine. People who think the 49ers would trade down and then take an inside linebacker. Good Lord. Learn a little bit about today's NFL. That position does not matter that much. Which gets me to free agency. I mean, I'm repeating a little bit what I said. CJ Mosley. Ravens are not franchise tagging him. They're letting him hit the open market. Ravens are smart. They move on from their guys typically at the right time. CJ Mosley is going to want $40 million guaranteed. He's one of the best linebackers in the league. And I think you win a Super Bowl without him. He's not an integral piece. Would he make the run defense a lot better? Could he be good in short coverage? Yes. Is he going to rush a passer? No. Is he going to guard wide receivers? No. He's not going to change the defense enough for this team to be that good. You're already good in the interior. D. Buckner. Fred Warner. I keep saying it. Draft another Fred Warner. Yeah, Anthony Barr going to hit free agency. Justin Houston is released by the Kansas City Chiefs. Ziggy Ansah, I'm not in on. Shaq Barrett. So if they win Shaq Barrett, I think they'd be saying he's not going to be our starter. He would get some reps behind Nick Bosa, behind Josh Allen. If they went Shaq Barrett and didn't address edge and also drafted Quentin Williams, I'd be like, where is your edge rusher? Shaq Barrett from the Broncos. He had like 12 QB hits last year, three sacks, something like that. He's a backup there. They do have good edge rushers, athletic specimen. 
Um, Trey Flowers looks like he might hit the open market as well. New England's always trying to do last-minute deals. We touched on Earl Thomas. Not going to go there again. That's priority A. That's the first meeting. That's Kyle Shanahan, like he did with Richard Sherman. That's out to dinner for four hours. And name your price. And welcome to the 49ers. Thursday, we're going to touch on second-round picks and potential that it could be a safety if they don't get Earl Thomas looking like a wide receiver. Can never rule out O-line because if Kyle has a first-round grade and O-lineman is there, like if Kyle has a top-10 grade on an O-lineman and he's there at 34, he's there at 36, I keep mixing up what their pick is in the second round. You can't rule that out. Kyle likes to win with O-line play. Mike Person re-signed, looks three years, $9 million. He's at least going to start this year at right guard. You could see a guard drafted in the third or fourth round to kind of groom and take over. So you have Lakin Tomlinson and Mike Person. 49ers got those guys cheap. This is the genius of Kyle Shanahan. Certain positions you don't have to pay a high price for. O-line looks like it's one of them. Draft another depth piece. Yeah, Mike Person too. He earned everyone's respect. Played on that injured foot most of the year. Kyle is obsessed with you if you play hurt. He reveres you. And if you're playing well hurt, it's like astonishing. And it gets like a lot of credit in meeting and film rooms. And of course, they're not encouraging guys to play hurt. But man, some guys are warriors. Some guys literally, they don't feel it. They can get numbed up and do it. Mike Person's one of them. And eventually he may move to a backup, but that's a good deal. Three years, nine million. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I like it here. It's stable. I can start. It's a good move by him. Didn't have to pay for right guard. Weston Richburg's been the problem at center. You want to talk about the O-line here and get nitty-gritty on the Niners? Weston Richburg got mauled in the past game last year and was an expensive free agent and was a center for the New York Giants that wasn't really highly rated, and the 49ers gave him the Brinks truck early in free agency. Um, he's got to show out this year. Joe Staley's older. Mike McGlinchey's the key piece now on the O-line. You watch for OTAs. Is Mike McGlinchey starting to get reps at left tackle? Joe Staley has veteran days. I think so. I think Mike McGlinchey's good enough at right tackle now that he can get practice lefts at left tackle whenever Joe Staley's out. Then you got Joshua Garnett. He's a depth piece. He's really untradeable now. You might be able to get like a sixth or seventh rounder. I would say not even six. Lakin Tomlinson at least started a bunch. Joshua Garnett hasn't been able to get on the field and might be in danger of missing the roster. That's the O-line report. This is the KJ podcast. Short episode, had to hop on the sticks. Odell, you're dreaming. The, the Giants would be really, really foolish, and I don't care if he's throwing fits and trying to get traded. You're a head coach. You learn how to manage that. Charles Haley did the same bullshit. And the Niners won championships. Bill Walsh, George Seifert, Jimmy Johnson had a bunch of big personalities. Historically, big personalities have always existed. This isn't a new thing in the NFL. Oh, he's a diva. What is all with these divas in social media? No, this was in the 90s when players were even bigger assholes. There was less media coverage so they could say whatever the fuck they wanted and things wouldn't get out in the papers because there was only two slots to write in the paper. So there was no gossip for football. NFL locker rooms are dramatic places. 
you know, it's it's a human ecosystem. Odell Beckham, I don't think fits this locker room as well as Antonio Brown. Call me crazy. That's my opinion. I'm worried about work ethic. I'm worried about durability. I'm worried about his career after football, preserving himself, getting an another contract, which will be his third NFL contract and what that does to his head. I don't know. I, I worry more about Odell, even though I know he's a Hall of Fame talent. I see him not being in the league when he's 35. I see him being quick. And I know he's younger than Antonio Brown, and I know the 49ers might not be able to get a receiver as good as him in the next two to three years. So it, it kind of makes sense, but there's, I don't know. It, for me, it doesn't feel right. Next episode, we'll get into second round picks. Pretty sure it's going to be later in the week. We've taken some really cool meetings recently at Blue Wire with some big brands. Shout out to Harry's. Harry's.com slash Blue Wire. Get your free shaving kit today. $3 shipping. Get started. We're going to be hearing a lot from them in the future. All right. That's it. KJ Podcast. I want to stay at two, but situations are kind of becoming clear here now. If the Giants are this dumb and Nick Bosa's off the board, you can start to talk me into trading down to six. Even though I think Odell Beckham Jr. is a big risk, it's a risk possibly worth taking. I mean, we may as well talk Game of Thrones. This is fantasy land. There's no way the New York Giants are this effing stupid. All right, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. We'll keep it real. Ian Williams, olive branch to you, man. I don't want any bad blood. I offered for you to come on the podcast. I'm talking football how I've always talked it. Maybe it's a little in your face. Maybe it's a little critical. I think it's fair. I think... When you step into the arena like that and you play football, your play can be openly discussed and people have a lot of interest in it. All right. BlueWirePods.com. Thank you to Ethos Life Insurance for sponsoring us. We'll talk to you again later in the week. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.